Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. Today's topic I'll be talking about with you is understanding the impact of past trauma on your relationship. So, you know, traumas, we all go through trauma, and trauma is, is um, a memory, an experience that we have where we can't just adequately process it and move on. And there's different kinds of traumas. There's the traumas that many of us kind of think of when we think of trauma, like abuse or neglect, but there are other kinds of traumas. There's the trauma of a little child being told by their dad uh, that they're not good enough. And maybe said once at the wrong time, or said many times, of course, can actually be traumatic. And that in itself can affect relationships and can definitely affect intimacy. There's the trauma of, and I've talked about this before, attachment trauma, where people have parents that just for whatever reason, they just can't attune to them, can't make them feel like their experiences are valid and real. And so that's another kind of trauma that that people can't process adequately. And there are triggers for that and can lead to symptoms in relationships such as difficulty communicating, um, inability to stay connected, especially when someone's in pain. Um, I think I think those symptoms, um, like when someone just seems to uh, get triggered and their uh, reaction seems so much bigger than what really happened, it's probably that they're getting triggered by the present experience of, of a past experience. So if a person, for example, had a very, let's say, just just for purposes of clarity, you have a man who's in a heterosexual marital relationship, and he came from a family where his mother was very critical of him and his father. And he gets married, his wife has a complaint, which people have, it's normal, and he reacts with a lot of defensiveness, defensiveness, a lot of meanness, because couples oftentimes will come to see me like he has an anger management issue. And I understand that, you know, in, in the, the typical way of dealing with anger management issues, people would say, count to three, count to 10. Um, none of these things work, except when you're not angry. <laughs> when you're angry, it doesn't work. Why? Because oftentimes, it's really something that evokes trauma. Uh, when people had experiences of being powerless as little children or trapped. Okay, just take powerless just to start. Anytime there's a sense of I can't control it, I have no power, <clears throat> it could trigger the little boy, little girl part of that person, the little child part of that person. And so, again, the reactions can be symptomatic of lots of stress and more stress than you would think for what's happened in that present experience. And stress reactions could be fight or flight or shut down freeze. And so as a person who works with couples and trauma, it's been really helpful to 
look at what's really going on underneath the scenes. I, I talk a lot about infidelity and how it oftentimes, um, the person cheating and the person getting cheated on, evo- there's, there's traumatic aspects or from early childhood sometimes. Well, it's true for many things, many, many things. And um, when you have someone who is constantly distrustful, another symptom. They just don't have an easy time trusting. They're tracking you. They want to always check your phone. And maybe you've never done anything at all to engender any distrust. Or maybe you did something minor when you were dating, but she hasn't forgotten or he hasn't forgotten. It's all these years later. A lot of times there's earlier childhood trauma or, you know, earlier adult trauma. Trauma is when you were in an earlier relationship. A person, for example, who is betrayed by somebody, if they're even in the least bit betrayed by their current partner, it's going to trigger them a lot more than they've never been betrayed before. So I always tell people when we see signs of reactivity that seem out of step with what's really happening, that rather than judge it, look for it. Rather than saying, what's wrong with you? Ask, well, what happened to you? Have you felt this way before? That's oftentimes what I'll ask. You feel you feel like you're not good enough with your partner. You feel like when you're around your partner, you don't feel good enough. And you know, sometimes the partner is doing things and saying things that bring that out. And that's important to realize that not every aspect of a relationship problem has to do with the past. But it's also helpful always to look at, well, when else did you feel that way? Because for a relationship to thrive, we want to heal some of our past triggers as much as possible. Otherwise, those triggers get in the way of healing the relationship. And for uh, reconnecting after there's been some kind of a relationship rupture. I've had a lot of, a lot of success uh, with couples and individuals because I am always on the lookout for trauma and past trauma. Now, when there's trauma, there's not just a psychological effect, there's a physiological, neurological effect where um, what, whatever the brain had to do to adapt to that traumatic experience or that traumatic environment uh, is still present in the here and now. And so oftentimes, not only are people triggered uh, by just the normal vicissitudes of life that happen with people, with couples where they there, there's a problem where someone is self-absorbed, has a self-absorbed moment, and they get triggered real badly. But not only is it um, the, the, the past uh, traumatic experience, but it's also oftentimes the automatic way people perceive each other that can affect the relationship itself. So, for example, if I come from a family where I was left alone a lot in my pain, maybe my parents gave me food and shelter and they were there for me and they took me to class and they even coached my games. But when I was in pain, it's like, sorry, I can't handle you. I have too much going on with me. Or buck up and don't be so so soft, right? And so this child grows into an adult that feels um, like they have, and I talk about this when I talk about avoidant attachment styles, that's what I'm talking about here, that they they experience themselves as someone who has to um, uh, do, solve their own problems. And also, 
the partners oftentimes left feeling like, God, I can't, I can't have an impact on this person. That person what doesn't let me really love them. And so that's another way trauma, attachment trauma in particular, can affect the relationship environment. Now, the, the, the way that a person attaches or, or disconnects, of course, affects the relationship. So it's all these things to keep in mind. And the good news is that uh, we can be interested and curious about our own lives and realize that the way I respond to my partner and the way my partner responds to me isn't just about you and me. There's other people lying around the psyche and the brain and the heart that uh, we need to face. We need to look at it. We need to face ourselves ultimately. But, you know, what happened to me? When did I feel this way before? Why do I have such trouble trusting? Where did that come from? So these are important questions to ask oneself and to learn about. Wisdom is power. And also to seek assistance. Sometimes we need someone like myself to help you through this, to help you recognize what are some of the past traumas that may be affecting your current relationship? Most of the time when couples see me, they're not looking at things that way. They're not looking at their problems that way. They're not looking at it as, what are some of my past traumas that have caused me to think this way, to feel this way, to act this way? And my partner, what are some of my partner's past traumas that led them to, to deal with me the way they do? Oftentimes, it's a much more blaming, superficial way of looking at things, which is not our fault. Um, we haven't been trained to look more deeply, but it is important to look more deeply, especially looking for past uh, environments, family environments and memories that have contributed to the way we think about each other automatically, the way we perceive each other, the way we connect, the way we allow ourselves to get help or not allow ourselves to get help, and the way we give assistance and support to others. So I just wanted to say that. I could talk about this for hours, but I think this is good for now. And I hope you take some of these things and, and look further and explore further and seek help if you need it. And um, I think that a lot of the answers to our relationship problems have to do with, number one, looking within, and number two, recognizing that many of the problems we have are symptoms of the past and of past trauma. So I just wanted to say that. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thanks for listening. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.